welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Weirdly enough, this week I'm talking about podcasting, but I'm actually focusing on YouTube to start with. I know, I know, this is a podcast about podcasting, but... I've noticed a few people are getting their knickers in a bit of a twist because it feels as though everybody is talking about podcasting. Yeah, they are. And these people are getting a bit worried because they haven't got a podcast yet. But what they do have is a YouTube channel. So people are worrying about whether they should start a podcast if they have a YouTube channel already. So I thought I'd do an episode looking at what you should do if you have a YouTube channel and you are considering starting a podcast. Well, first of all, I think it's a good idea just just start off with some general pros and cons of YouTubing. Is that a word? Can you YouTube? Is YouTube a verb now? Of having a video channel, a video channel, now I sound like my mum, very old. Let's start with the pros and cons of having a YouTube channel and having a podcast. So YouTube pros. Video is king, right? It is. It doesn't matter which way you look at it. YouTube is the second most visited website in the world after Google. And Google owns YouTube, so, you know, they're not that worried about it. It's such an often used search engine as well, isn't it? It's the second most used social platform after Facebook. It has more than two billion, yeah, two billion monthly registered users. And let's not forget, you don't actually need to be registered to use YouTube. So that number in reality is probably a lot higher than two billion. This is where you're going to feel very soon. People watch more than a billion hours of video a day. Adults, mm -hmm, anyone over 18 that is, spend on average 42 minutes every day on YouTube. 42 minutes scrolling through YouTube every day. Scary, isn't it? It's also been predicted that video is going to make up to 80%, 80, 80% of all online traffic. And this is really obvious what I'm about to say. YouTube is great for visuals. Well, duh, of course it is. But if you've got something where you need to show something fiddly or show the effect, if you're doing a review of something, let's say, I've been on quite a lot of YouTube reviews because I've been trying to buy some new kit and I want to see the inner workings of it. I want to see how it works. So actually, that is great. YouTube is great for showing you things like when you need to see them, see them rather than just have a, a, a picture described to you. And let's be honest, 
It's really, really, really easy to watch video and just get sucked in. I mean, how many YouTube rabbit holes have you gone down in the past, yeah? Can you imagine how many YouTube rabbit holes I've gone down to research this episode? Goodbye, all work this week. There are, of course, some cons, some things that you might want to think about to consider when it comes to uh, starting a YouTube channel. And the most obvious one is your setup costs, really, and the equipment that you're going to need. Yes, you can record on your phone. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Um, But you'll probably want to upgrade to a decent camera, decent lighting and a decent microphone pretty quickly once you've started. And you know, I'm a big fan of DIYing it all. So yeah, get started on your phone, see if you like it. But pretty quickly, you're going to have to up your game to, to match all the other stuff that's on YouTube because there are some amazingly professional looking uh, videos on YouTube. Video editing is harder than audio editing. Okay, so that's my bias coming out. And video editing isn't necessarily harder, if I'm being honest, There are certainly more tricks to learn when it comes to video editing. It's harder to hide and edit. So just put some jump cuts in, I suppose. But it's there's a lot more to learn when it comes to video editing than there is when it comes to audio editing, certainly at the the bottom end, like the entry level. As obvious as this sounds, your face is probably going to be visible if you're doing a YouTube channel. You're probably going to have to sit in front of that camera and talk to the camera. And you need to be comfortable doing that because it's horrific watching people who are uncomfortable on camera. On camera, everyone becomes uncomfortable. No one's comfortable and no one stays around to watch it. And um, if you want to see funny, watch me do video, recorded video, live video I can get away with, but recorded video for some unknown reason, I blink in time to what I'm saying. something I have done since I first started putting myself in front of the camera when I was doing my master's in broadcast journalism we had to do tv stuff and I blink in time I'm doing it now not that you can see I blink in time when I talk to the camera Ah, I don't know it's just part of my uncomfortableness um if you have a look I've just started mucking around on instagram reels and I think I can see myself blinking in time there as well even though they're like three second shots (laughs) but yeah It's really hard to watch someone who's uncomfortable on camera, really hard because it just makes you feel uncomfortable and you don't want to feel uncomfortable when you're watching. And if you're doing it, you don't want the people watching to feel uncomfortable. And last but not least, YouTube is a very noisy place. What do I mean by that? There are so many channels. There are so many uh, people on YouTube. It's really hard to get discovered by accident. So bear that in mind. Now we come to podcasting. Here are the podcasting pros. So the things for podcasting. Less equipment needed than YouTube channel. And I know I always say start out using your phone, start out using your headphone, earphones, microphones. Just you can and you probably will want to upgrade. But I think in the long term, there's not so much equipment needed. So you can buy nicer microphones and stuff and still spend as much money as you would on YouTube but you don't have to because you can get higher quality stuff or with the same money that you'd spend on YouTube on like all the ring lighting all the cameras but on on uh, for podcast you just need a half decent microphone and you're away you're not on camera so you can record your podcast in your pajamas 
Today I'm not recording in my pajamas, but I'm certainly not in a ready for camera get up. I've got a hoodie on and I've got my running leggings on because I couldn't be bothered to get properly dressed because I'm having a day at home. And that's all right because I don't need to go on camera. If you if I hadn't told you that, you could probably picture me wearing some corporate business suit. I'm sure that's how you picture me wearing a corporate business suit, but I'm not on camera, so I'm not blinking in time to what I'm saying either. You build an intimate relationship with your audience when you do podcasts because in the main, they're listening to you on your own. Hooray! Listeners don't need to be watching a screen either. So whilst it's good in a way that YouTube or video in general needs you to watch it and it demands your attention, actually it's nice to not need to give your attention to something as well because you can take a podcast for a run, a walk, while you're cleaning the house, that sort of thing. And more often than not, podcasting is consumed through headphones, which just increases that intimacy. There's lots of chatter around podcasts at the moment as well, which is a good thing, I think, because it sends people off to look at podcasts. Podcasting, in fact, shows no sign of slowing down. If we um, look at Apple Podcasts, according to Daniel J. Lewis's Podcast Industry Insights tool, we've now hit two million podcasts. Two million podcasts are now listed on Apple Podcasts. I just think that's wowzers. Wowzers, wowzers, wowzers. Um, It wasn't that long ago we hit a million because I remember going, wow, a million. It's only been in the last sort of year, 18 months time's gone weird remember this last bit of the year so uh, probably a year 18 months since we've hit a million and that's just so to double in that time it is growing i don't know what its r rate is but it's definitely growing podcasting and i would say podcasting favors longer content i am you've got because you can take it because you don't need to listen to all in one go so i would say podcasting probably favors longer content than your youtube channel does However, I'm fully aware there are some downsides to podcasting or some cons, let's say. Editing can be a bit of a faff if you let it be. You're going to end up wanting new equipment. You probably might end up wanting two or three new microphones. You might want to get uh, some foam for your walls so it doesn't sound so bad. So soundproofing, sound treating, sorry, not proofing, sound treating your room. So there's a bit of kit there. You need to drive your listeners to your podcast. Well, not get them in the car, but you need to really push your listeners to your podcast. It's not always easy to be found by accident. And quite often people, rightly or wrongly, expect you to produce content weekly. If you're not doing a series or a season, it's a big commitment to push to weekly. And you've got to keep to that, that, what's that word? You've got to keep to that release schedule as well because you lose consistency, you lose your audience. So that's just the generic pros and cons of of both because I thought that was a really good way to start just to see the differences in both because they are different. Podcasting and YouTube have very different audiences and people expect different things on the platforms. So if you've already got a YouTube channel, should you be starting a podcast? Well, First of all, and this is true of anybody looking to start a podcast, whether you've got a YouTube channel, a blog or none of the above, you need to know why you are starting a podcast. If your answer is, well, 
everyone else has a podcast feel like I should then um don't start a podcast right because that's not the greatest answer in the world unless you can come up with a better answer there are plenty of good reasons why you might want to start a podcast on top of your youtube channel there may well be a whole new audience who haven't quite found you yet because they don't use youtube now i know i just said it's the second most popular website in the world but hear me out because maybe these people just don't use youtube for much more than an emergency video tutorial when something breaks or perhaps they're looking to spend a lot of money on a bit of fancy kit and want some decent reviews of how it works and which is best for them and then once they've ordered it and got it they want to know how to use it properly Mm -hmm. yes i have just described me okay Although I did leave out the searches for funny cat videos, 80s pop videos, and of course, the hilarious optimism of subscribing to all those fitness channels and yoga channels. Uh, Yeah, I, I tried. I've really tried. YouTube is not my natural home. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels this way. That said, I have proven I still use it. So I am in no way, shape or form here to diss YouTube. I mean, come on, it is the second most visited website in the world, second to Google. It is not a platform that is underperforming in any way, shape or form. It's just not the platform I feel comfortable on. So a podcast is going to be consumed in a different way to a YouTube video. And whilst plenty of people are consuming video on their phones, there's actually been an increase in the number of people watching content through their smart TVs, whereas podcasts are very much predominantly consumed via a mobile phone. And as I've already said, video by its very nature demands your attention. You have to watch, you have to keep along. Audio allows you to do other things while you consume it, which means for me, I generally whack on a podcast when I'm in the car. I can have a podcast when I'm going out for a long walk or a run. And I like that feeling of multitasking, of learning while I'm walking, learning while I'm in the car. It feels like I've achieved something in in like the the downtime. Now, some podcasts I listen to are plain entertainment as well. So don't think like I'm only listening to business podcasts or anything like that. So I just think it's, it's good to be able to take my podcast away with me and have that little alone time with the podcasts. <laughs> alone time. But I'm more likely to go, right, I want to go for a walk. I've got a podcast to listen to than sit in my sit at home when I've been on the screen all day, every day and go, oh, I just need to look at this on YouTube. We are all screened out, I think. So it's nice to not have to look at a screen for me. Now, let me state the blindingly obvious. Video has pictures. Oh, yeah. Nothing gets past me, right? Nothing. But then audio also has pictures. So don't feel like you can only do visual stuff on a a video because audio, you get to describe things. So rather than showing someone something, so if I had, for example, I've got a mug here. It's an Emma Bridgewater mug with oak leaves on it and one it's had a cup of coffee in so I've just described that mug to you and you've probably got a vision of what it looks like roughly I could show you that picture on video and you would know exactly what it looks like I could do a far better description of that and you would have a really good idea of what it looked like but I'm just trying to give you a little example 
And I love that thing about audio, that you get to paint those pictures in people's minds. But just remember, if you're doing something like a tutorial or a a how-to, that might be better suited to to YouTube rather than, than podcast. So if you have decided then that a podcast will work for you to get access to a new audience, or maybe you just want to test if podcasting will open up a new audience for you, then yeah, go for it. Go for it if you think it's the right thing to do, not because everybody else is doing it. But should you be doing brand new content or repurposing? Well, I am a massive fan of repurposing your content. My podcast is the basis for my blog and I take loads of my social media from from my blog and just reuse it. I really should. I really should do more video. And you know what? I don't know why I don't record the podcast as a video and use that too. I know why, actually, because I'm sitting here in a jumper, (laughs) unbrushed hair and running leggings. That's probably why. So I'm not averse to a bit of content repurposing. But I don't think if you've got a huge back catalogue of YouTube videos, I don't think you want to be just ripping the audio off that back catalogue and then putting it out as a podcast. So don't go, you know, back six months, a year, however long and go, right, that that episode, that episode, that episode, that video, that video, that video. I'm just going to take the audio from the video and just whack it out as a, as a podcast. You need to put some thoughts into it first. Just simply taking that audio and putting it out as a podcast has a few potential problems. The first being, it might not make a lot of sense. It it will make lots of sense to anyone watching it. But does it make sense to somebody who is only able to listen to it? Think about it. If you've got a load of visuals in your video that you are constantly referring to, nobody can see them. So that could very well leave your listener unclear about what's going on. This could be close-ups, that pointing to things thing, even people's names on the screen if they're not introduced any other way. Ah, hadn't thought about that, had you? Secondly, does your YouTube video format work for a podcast? And yes, You will have heard me say many a time that podcasting is a pretty ruleless kind of place. So formats doesn't matter, does it? You can do what you want. It's a podcast. We make up our own rules here. We don't do rules. We do our own thing. We are podcasts or something. But yeah, formats don't have to be rigid. But what you do need to do is have a format that works for audio. Bear with me on this. Video quite often is full of tight shots, quick edits and music. Uh, What do I mean by a quick edit? Well, it's pretty much what it says it is. It's an edit that goes from one shot to the next very, very fast. It's almost like a jump cut and all that sort of stuff. And you won't hear a breath in between sentences. Works great on video to keep your attention because something's changing all the time. So you're watching to see what's changing next. quick edit though is much easier to follow when you've got visual clues when you can see the words that are being spoken rather than just hearing them yeah quick edits tight edits whatever you want to call them they happen quite a bit in podcasts but generally they're mixed in with pauses longer moments less tight edits 
So if you are listening to a lot of quick edits, so it's all this bang, 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 bang. It feels like a bit of a bombardment, you know, that you can't, you've got no, you've got no time to absorb what's happening. You've got no time to, to just understand what's going on and just to go, what was that? How was that? What was that? Because you don't have those visual clues to know what's going on. So it takes a little bit longer to process and understand. And whether you're taking your stuff from video or you're recording and editing normally. Edits with no breaths sound weird. It sounds like a weird robot is talking when you don't have any breaths. So if you're editing out all your breaths or all your guests' breaths, weird. Doesn't sound right. Really weird. Please don't do it. And then music. Music can be problematic. And there's particular reasons why music can be problematic when you're going from YouTube to a podcast. Because there are some pieces of music that are allowed to be used on YouTube, but not on podcasts. Yep, confusing, I know. But if someone made that music themselves, it's up to them how and where they allow the music to be used. They own the rights. Ben Sound is a great example of this. Ben Sounds has loads of great royalty-free music, which is ready to use for your YouTube videos, and they get loads of use on YouTube videos. But if you delve into the T's and C's, the FAQs, all of that, you'll see quite clearly that the music is not permitted for use on podcasts. Uh-oh. So if you've just ripped your audio from a previous episode and you've used Ben Sound music, you are breaking the terms of the license and that may well lead to a bit of legal bother. The good news is though, you can take inspiration from your back catalogue on YouTube and create new content specifically for your podcast audience from the topics you've already covered on YouTube. Most of the work is done. You just need to make a few tweaks, change a few things, and you've got a load of podcasts ready to go. Boom shakalak. (laughs) That's my new way of winning now. Of course, your podcast, your new podcast, doesn't have to follow your YouTube channel content at all. It can be something completely different. You might decide that your YouTube channel is for your tutorials, your how-tos, kind of your educational bits and bobs. And your podcast channel is for something else entirely. Perhaps you're going to use it to interview leaders in your field, a roundtable chat. Maybe it's a place for you to reflect what's going on in your industry or for you to create some thought leader style content. As always, it's quite exciting what you can do. The average length of a podcast episode is around 38 minutes, whereas the average length of a YouTube video is just under 12 minutes. Now, of course, we all know the rule of how long an episode of anything should be is as long as it is interesting. But podcasting does seem to be a better place to put your longer content if we just go on the average lengths of episodes. So that's something to think about too. Now, the important question to consider here is time. And boy, nobody has enough time at all. Don't we all want at least an extra day in the week? Day in the weekend, for sure. But, you know, we wouldn't we like more time? So I really want you to consider if you have enough time to do a podcast as well as a YouTube channel. Will one suffer because of the other? Will both suffer because you're stretching yourself too far? 
It's really obvious, I know. But if podcasting is a shiny distraction for you right now, then guess what? It's not a good idea. (laughs) I know. I can't quite get over the fact I am on my podcast, which is all about encouraging you to podcast, saying maybe podcasting isn't a great idea. But in this in this instance, it really isn't. Of course, you could put your YouTube videos on hold while you give podcasting a go. It's far better to do one thing really well than a couple of things, yeah, just okay, yeah, just that. And of course, there is all the stuff that you can do with repurposing your content. If you're doing videos with the thought of using them for your podcast too, and that's when you're going to be onto a bit more of a winner. It just takes a few moments extra of preparation. So for example, let's say you do interviews on your YouTube channel. You might want to just do different intros and outros to those interviews, one for the podcast, one for YouTube, so that it feels more designed for the people who are going to be listening to it. You might even do a slightly different edit for for each of them so that you have a smaller version on your YouTube channel and a longer version on your podcast. That might work. Make sure that whoever is listening to it doesn't feel like the way they are listening to it, the way they are seeing it, feels like a second thought. Make sure that they know that they are the only person that matters. You've done this content just for them. There has been a recent experiment in repurposing when it comes to YouTube and podcasts, and it was the team at Rebel Base Media. So they're the guys that own Captivate, do a lot of lot of stuff on podcasting. And they did an experiment recently where Rebel Base Media put their podcast out on their YouTube channel. Now, their YouTube channel normally has short form educational tutorials and podcast resources on it. That's straight from their website. And they did three different versions of the experiment. So they did one where it was just a simple automatic upload of what is essentially an episode length audiogram. So just one sexy graphic, the audio wave that you see bouncing up and down. And I think they put captions on it as well. Automatically uploaded. They did nothing. And that was it. They then tried the video version of them recording the podcast. So them doing the podcast on camera. They kept in all the all the stuff that they would hear on the podcast, so musical intros, all the reads that they would do. And then the third one they did was they tailored the video a little bit more for the YouTube audience. So they edited it down so you didn't get the intro music. They cut out the reads, all of that sort of stuff. And they tailored the the title of the video to... Um, to, to like a po- to a not a podcast audience a YouTube audience. Now the first two versions did really badly. The third version, so the slightly more targeted version, did better, but they say it just wasn't enough for them to keep going with the experiment. So the effort they put in was too much, too much effort for the results that they got. So they just gave up. They haven't started, they haven't repurposed their podcast onto YouTube. And they say that actually their time is spent better spent doing specific content for YouTube and specific content for podcasting. And yes, in an ideal world, that's what we'd all do, yeah? We would have a content for podcasts, a content for YouTube. But if you're going to do it the other way around, so you're not just doing 
starting at starting at the audio side and dumping it on the video side if you're starting on the video side and then repurposing it to audio i think because podcast listeners tend to be a little bit more forgiving than youtube videos in my in my experience i think you can get away with it a little bit more because like i say you just tweak it a few bits uh separate intro separate outro and i think it'll be okay team podcast is normally on your side team youtube vicious <laughs> i'm sorry anyone who's on youtube so if you've got that youtube channel but you fancy giving podcasts a go i reckon you've got a few options number one pause your youtube channel go all in on the podcast if that scares you a little bit then maybe you could do youtube in quarter one and quarter three of the year and your podcast quarter two and quarter four so you've still got the content out there across the year you're not just ditching one series one or you know then have when you're on your youtube series break you do your podcast and then when you're on your podcast series break you do your youtube that kind of thing that kind of balances it out nicely i think two you can repurpose your video by taking the audio from it and using that audio as your podcast without any extra tweaks. I don't recommend this. And finally, you can take the video audio and use parts of it in your podcast. Like I say, if you're doing an interview, just use the interview part in the podcast, add a new intro and outro. Or if you're doing a review or if you do, well, you know, just have bits from it that you can use in your podcast in a different way that's what I'm thinking. And that's what I would do personally, if I had the time. What I will say most of all is understand why you are doing a podcast, understand the podcast audience and tailor what you are doing to them. Think about what they are doing when they're listening to your podcast and think about what they need to gain from listening to your podcast. Or of course, you just keep rocking your YouTube channel show everyone you're an expert on YouTube and then show everyone you're a, a, an expert in the podcast world by being a guest on lots of different podcasts. You don't have to worry about the effort, the energy, the content. You just rock up, you get interviewed, you show off your knowledge. Somebody else can deal with all of that. That makes sense, doesn't it? If this has inspired you to get going with your podcast, you'll be wanting my podcast planning toolkit. It's my podcast planning brain in your hands. No gunky bits. It's a PDF download and a little masterclass with video, funnily enough. Uh, you can get hold of it on my website. You can also get the first chapter for free so you know what you're getting into. Uh, you can find that on my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk. An annoying pop-up will come up. Click on that. Well, don't click on it. Sign up. And that's how you get your, uh, your your chapter one for free. You can also follow me on Instagram. See me blinking in time to my reels. I am at Charlotte Foster Podcasts. Uh, Facebook at Charlotte Foster Podcasts. LinkedIn as well. Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. The crown is on my head. I was born in Royal Berkshire. And I sometimes post on Twitter as well at CF Podcasts. Look after yourself and I will see you very soon.